You're listening to Disbelief, a podcast by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. This podcast is part of a series called Stages of Faith, in which I talk about all of the stages I personally went through and the general order I went through them. You can get the entire series free at gettingtogod.com forward slash stages. Without seeing proof, without being able to look right at God and say, yep, that's him, met him, shook his hand, got a signed copy of his latest album, it can, it can, it can be really hard to believe he's there. And that alone is plenty of reason to throw your hands up at the whole idea of a universal creator. Human logic can be very strong, even when it's fueled by a lack of information. And then, of course, it's not really logic, but as sure as skydiving in your underwear sounds reasonable. Wait, did I say that out loud? Never mind. As sure as reasonable things sound reasonable, a misunderstanding can sound logical. And the less we can actually see something, the easier it is to misunderstand it. So it only makes sense that disbelief would be a potential pitfall to faith. It even has its own word, atheism. And I understand it completely, because I used to be an atheist. After starting life in a church that couldn't support my data-starved, technical, nerd approach to understanding God's existence, I left the whole thing behind and spent a couple of decades promoting what I thought was truth. That God, to me wasn't real. Now, logic aside, there was also the emotional part. And emotional judgment is often stronger than logic. I was not only swimming in questions that my former religion couldn't answer, I was an emotional mess. I was living through some serious hardships as a kid. I don't pretend that I've been nothing but a victim in my life, but a lot of the bad behavior I learned was demonstrated to me as a kid. And that... I didn't choose. And that is one of the many reasons I accept the forgiveness Christ bought me and do not accept human judgment. And then there's the fact that I've never come across a single critic who wasn't broken themselves. Closet critic or open critic, either way, broken. Being a kid and being wrapped up in a world where people make themselves look like they're bigger than God or more of a leader than Christ, that will also throw you off the path. Because when you're a kid and a bunch of other kids are constantly making fun of your weight or beating the faith out of you in some remote corner bathroom in a grade school, emotion kicks in. And even if you didn't get tortured like some of us did in school, There are plenty of other scenarios where a misunderstanding can set you up for spiritual ruin for the rest of your life. Eventually, your own experience can become its own logic. If you need more information to show that truth, just think of all the people who say something like, that's not the way I learned to do it. My past was not what my creator originally intended for me when he created humans. And yet, in the same way, a past like that, or or any past where someone is not given enough information, it separates people. Or more specifically, it separates us from a system that can hugely enrich our lives and the future we have outside these bodies. To know about all that, you have to explore. To explore, you have to be encouraged. To be encouraged, you have to be near someone who has the knowledge and confidence to encourage you. 
And if you don't come across someone who ministers like that, especially when they can be rare, you may never get the chance to hook into something so much more powerful than a human being. Disbelief becomes life philosophy, as it did for me for the next couple of decades or so after my earlier childhood. Psychology 101. Filters in the brain. In my podcast called The Flashlight, I talked about this basic occurrence in human psychology. There's a system of filters in the human brain, and and we set them up ourselves. They're influenced by outside information and experience, but in the end, their function is our choice. And they work like this. Let's say you come across someone who says, Hey there, you want to learn how a toilet works when you fill it? Wait. (laughs) Potty, Potty humor. Speaking of grade school kids... Never mind. Let's say you came across someone who says, Hey there, you want to learn how an airplane works? Now you have a choice. If you say, I'm not smart enough to learn that, you're done. Game over. You just set up a filter in your brain that will not allow information in about how an airplane works. Your brain says I can't do it, so there's no reason to waste the time listening. Much like when your wife asks you to replace the toilet paper when you run out. It's literally impossible. But if you tell yourself you can learn how airplanes work, you become open. That filter goes into a different mode and it lets the information in. Next thing you know, you're, you're reciting facts about how the shape of the wing lifts the plane into the air. And how control surfaces change airflow, which in turn changes directional force and... Don't get me started. Don't get me started, really. I'm a nerd at heart. Anyway, the point is, disbelief is often a choice. More than we sometimes know. And that's good news. It means there's hope we often don't know is there. Hope about reconnecting to who we really are. The driver, not the machine made of flesh and blood. And once we can flip that switch and change that filter that shuts out information about God, we can start to explore the information that's been lingering around us all along, just as I and so many other people have done. Because we don't build belief through religions that often lead people astray. I'm not saying all religions are bad, but that's another topic, so I'll move on. Mainly, you build belief through personal experience and personal experimentation based on things like the Bible, prayer, and communication with God. You work around the middleman and go straight to the source, because personal connections with God always build a stronger relationship to Him than human influence. You've been listening to Disbelief, a podcast by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. The next chapter in this series is called Signs and Data. Visit gettingtogod.com for more articles, podcasts, collections of information, and information about the search of the soul.